My friend Janice, her sister's a lawyer. You think I should sue over the burger? That's interesting. No, I just mean... Buffy's never gonna be a lawyer or a doctor. Anything big. She's a slayer. She saves the whole world. That's way bigger. But that means she's gonna have, like, crap jobs her whole life, right? Minimum wage stuff. I mean, I could still grow up to be anything. But for her, this is it. Okay, but maybe you'll be a lawyer or a doctor and you can use all your money to support your deadbeat sister. Oh, that's terrifically better. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 113 of Revisiting Sunnydale. I'm Camila. I'm Marcella. We're currently having a debate. So um, this will be long gone, but like the poll will be over and everything by the time this airs. But uh, apparently Marcella and I are separated into two different camps considering yep. uh, concerning Fright Night's Jerry Dandridge. Yep. <laughs> Jerry Dandridge. Apparently to Marcella, there's only one. There can only be one. And it is there can only be one. Sir Chris Sarandon. And I mm-hmm. am clearly staked out. Haha. <laughs> and the Colin Farrell camp <laughs> who i have dubbed jerry with a g which rude rude <laughs> that's not okay <laughs> currently the poll has Sarandon pulling ahead 57 to 43 percent i saw that and i'm not happy with it i don't understand like i don't i don't i don't, I don't get it like i don't know if it's Smooth just because and a nicely fitting sweater <laughs> That's where it is. <laughs> and is it because like I because I didn't see the original Fright Night until after I saw the remake and I was well into my adulthood. So I don't know if it's because, you know, those adolescent feelings about Chris Sarandon never got there. <laughs> I never yeah, had those. That and, could be it. And there's like the nostalgia because clearly Colin Farrell is over the top. Like I don't I mean well <laughs> Colin and Farrell not was only, born to... like it's not just that I find him the better Jerry Dandridge. I also prefer the 80s movie i hate that movie really i hate it i hate everything about it i hate the amy i hate that they changed her into some kind of hero i liked the storyline with her being someone from his past and that's why he was obsessed with her like i liked that Mm -hmm. turning her into kind of the hero of the movie Mm -hmm. felt a little forced yes very forced and then McLovin completely ruined the character of Ed, like complete 100%. Why are you even in this movie? He was, I, I, I totally didn't get it. He was like, the, he is the downfall of that film. I, I do agree. Like that. I don't like that kid at all. That Not actor. at all. <laughs> and the kid in the original that played Ed, so over the top, but so perfect. Like he's so like, you're so cool, Brewster. Like oh, everything about. It. And then there's. David Tennant, who I'm a Whovian, you know, I love yeah. me some David Tennant, but I hate him in that movie. What? He's delightful. So much. I find him delightful. I think I that was hate a- him so much. And it's only because they took such a great character like Peter Vincent mm-hmm. and they turned him into Chris Angel. Mm. I don't like that they changed it to a stage show Uh and that like he was fighting boxy vampires on it. Like (laughs) the fact that Peter Vincent had a TV show like Elvira show at, you know, Uh Friday night at midnight made so much more sense. Right. 
as opposed David to Tennant's being like character a is Las like Vegas Christine fight va- and I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was actually my introduction <clears throat> to David Tennant. Was that was probably the first was time it? I'd seen him like on like doing anything, and uh, I just think I thought it was hilarious, and I love his little uh, his girlfriend how they respond to each other, <laughs> how she. T- how she cusses him out <laughs> on a I regular think it, basis. And then Anton Yelchin just makes me sad. Oh, poor R.I.P. Which yeah, so, he just makes me sad. Well, and so adorable in the battle of the two Charlie Brewsters, he d- doesn't even compare. Like, I just prefer the original over the. I, well, agree to disagree. It's yep. just so it is. So yep. shall it be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So say we all. Oh God! But uh, yeah. So that's that's what's going on over here, along with. So shout out if you missed the poll. Shout out and let us know what yeah. you think. Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's an interesting thing, and you know what? I, <laughs> I never really thought about it as quite deep. And actually, that now I want to like delve into like other remake type uh franchises and stuff like that like who's the who's the better version of this right i sense a whole i could sense a whole new podcast coming out of it like exactly comparing the point breaks yeah exactly you know like the new point breaks a total piece of shit but (laughs) wow are the cast good looking like i really like that one i don't know what his name is though eduardo yeah he he was in domino i think yeah like, yeah, he's so pretty. So hot. He's so pretty. But, but you're yeah. not, you're still not Bodie. Like, yeah, now again, that's another one. Like, I didn't see Point Break, the original one, until a couple years ago. And I enjoyed it. Like, it was much better than I thought it was going to be. I never, I didn't bother to watch the remake. I knew that was going to be trash. So. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu, uh, love him. Yes, always a fan favorite. And, Oh yeah, bless his soul. Like I, I was, I was never really like, oh Keanu, and and it was just always like he was, he's fine. Like I never had any ill feelings toward him, but it wasn't until like I started to like learn about his real life, just like oh my god, oh Puppy. my god, this guy is so he's right? been through so much. He's so sweet, yeah. and just so grounded, and and now recent, and now looking at his like now girlfriend, who's just this regular woman. Who I mean, I don't know what she mm-hmm. does in her life, but she's not an actress, and it's just like. Wow, Keanu, like, you've got to be, like, the best Hollywood celebrity ever that there mm-hmm. is. And, like, giving up his seat on the subway. And, and yep. the whole thing, that story with, like, when he was grounded, like, he was in an airplane and they were, the plane got grounded and then they all had to take, like, a bus somewhere. And it was... I think, didn't, didn't, like, didn't he rent a car or something and think, drive a bunch, I think with they, a bunch of people? I think, they all, I think they all were, like, on a bus. And he's, like... <laughs> looking up facts about the small town on his phone and like reading out these, these random facts about this small town. Like, Why does that ever happen to me? Right? <laughs> Why am I not that lucky? Oh God, could you imagine? That would be like the greatest thing ever. Just, and I'm just like, well. I think Keanu wants to go to a bed and breakfast, y'all. I, I... <laughs> so, Yes. <clears throat> And that poll is happening on our Twitter account at Back to Sunnydale, or it happened on there. And we also still have our Facebook page, even though I'm not on Facebook anymore, Revisiting Sunnydale. And you can always find our podcast on iTunes, Libsyn, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Player FM. Pretty much anywhere you can get your podcast, except for Spotify, because in the past I have used some unlicensed materials <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> in the early days. <laughs> exactly, before I realized... Like, I mean, I knew it was te- I knew it was technically wrong, but I didn't realize it was going to keep me off of Spotify. So, 
but you can use your Alexa enabled devices. You just have to speak very clearly as I found. I was screaming at her the other day <laughs> and I couldn't get her to play it. And instead she played your other podcast, the number one movie. And I was like, really? Listen to that. Yeah. I was like, I don't, how I give up. How did you, I don't know. <laughs> how did we get here, Alexa? <laughs> I know. I was like, I, okay. <laughs> but then I was like, well, I want to hear this Horton Hears a Who episode anyway, because I've never seen that movie. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Don't bother watching it. Um, So so if you guys are interested in finding and deciding whether or not you should watch Horton Hears a Who and don't care about so-called spoilers, go listen to my other podcast, (laughs) The Number One Movie in America, where we talk about movies that have made the number one in the box office and try to figure out why. Um, (laughs) We just recorded what about CB4. And uh, oh, no. Yeah, exactly. That movie was number one. <laughs> that is the biggest question every time. Even when we pulled the thing, when we pulled the movie, and every time I tell somebody that I, <laughs> this is what we did. That is the immediate response, and that was all of our responses. This is like this movie was number one. <laughs> what else came out that week? I uh, forget what else is on there, but we do talk about it on the podcast. But That's my hilarious. theory, no yeah, but my theory was that. Because there are so many, there's so few black films that come out that and wide releases, especially at that time period, that, you know, when something does happen, we're all like, yay, let's go. See. I mean, I never saw it because it just <laughs> no, didn't interest me at all. That wasn't my thing. But yeah, like they we go out in droves to go see it and support it. And yeah. I did like the numbers and they were like probably only five other black films that came out that year and wow. only a couple of them got wide releases. The other one and only two of them got uh Number one at the box office, the other one was Poetic Justice. Hmm. But surprisingly, What's Love Got to Do With It came out that year. Did not make number one. Which interesting, far better movie too, right? Than both of those, right? And even Menace to Society also didn't make it to number right. one. So interesting, right? So I'm just I'm assuming, like I don't know what else came out when when What's Love and Menace to Society came out, but I'm assuming they did not get very wide releases. I know I'm sure Poetic Justice was like in everybody's fucking theater yeah i didn't enjoy that movie it's all right the problem with it is that i see how much they hate each other right in a movie where they're supposed to be falling in love right and so i can't get into it (laughs) at no point does it look like like you, you guys are actually like it all looks very just like you're putting up with each other like it, mm-hmm. it the whole thing looks like, like i just need a ride to this hair show and so i'm putting like it doesn't mm-hmm. i don't feel any of it so and then you hear the behind the scenes stuff and you're like yep that that's all right there <laughs> seems about right that's what happens when you somebody get... should have said hmm one of y'all gotta go <laughs> yeah i don't even care who right at that point i don't even know who was the bigger draw for the movie but so one of y'all gotta go I don't know. That's that's a good Let's point. Let's remake Poetic Justice. Yeah, we should do that with with folks who actually like each actually other. Actually like each other. So uh yeah, so pandemic watching. <laughs> Speaking of televisions mm-hmm. and things like that. <clears throat> so we've got I decided to see what our favorite new pandemic watchings were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're going to talk very briefly about our favorite new TV series. Mine is Warrior Nun. It's on Netflix. And for a show with such a stupid title, it's amazing. (laughs) It came up in my feed and I was like, Warrior Nun? Yeah, I still (laughs) was looking at that. So I was like, "Mm, 
This sounds yeah. real dumb. <laughs> and then right after the first episode, I was like, again, let's go. Really? Number two. And then I sat there and I must have watched half of it the first day. Wow. And then the second half, I was at my mom's and we watched it together. And I was like, I got to go home. I want to finish watching this show. <laughs> and as soon as I got home that night, I finished it that night. And there better be a second season because it leaves you with a cliffhanger. Oh, man. It was great. Hmm. Is there anybody... And yours is I've not heard of. Um, yeah, I haven't. OK, so I haven't been I haven't gotten into anything that's just like bingeable just right now. So this is like a series that's on as a docuseries that's on okay. HBO right now. It's called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Now, what I've. I've been binge watching mostly like, you know, I've been rewatching SVU and Nip Tuck (laughs) 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 and started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But um, yeah, so I'll be gone in the dark at the docuseries and it's uh, it's based upon the book of the same title by Michelle McNamara, who was uh, Patton Oswalt's late wife and um she was had dedicated like all this time and energy to um researching the golden state killer now this is the dude that they ended up catching uh last year i think it was like due to the fucking science and everybody's putting their dna in the system and stuff which is another reason why i'm not doing like ancestry what whatever and and all that <laughs> stuff because i don't i know i got a lot of fucking like randos in my family <laughs> tree that i don't want to be connected to and I'll, I'll be damned if somebody comes knocking on my door talking about one of your third cousin somewhere <laughs> but on the flip side if your foot ever ends up in the river at least there is dna on file that you can be found <laughs> if anything were to happen because <laughs> i know i got a lot of questionable apples on that tree but um <laughs> but yeah so it's so the the docuseries is about um, her quest to catch the to write about and to, and to just, and investigating the Golden State Killer, this dude who was like uh, raping and murdering folks in the seventies, I think it was in California. Did and, um, her research directly lead to him being like? Was it part of? I believe why they captured him. I believe so, but I'm sh- I don't think she was alive. To I think she had died. Yeah, she died. In her sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like an accidental overdose or something like that because she was like taking a bunch of different medicine medications. And um, yeah, I don't think I know she wasn't alive when they caught him. I don't think I think it was just mostly the science is. But I'm pretty sure there's been there was a lot of other stuff that she helped to go to um, that helped to to catch him. Nice. Um, There's like I think I'm only like. The third episode in, but it's it's really good. You know, Patton Oswald. It's also like they do a great job of like they're telling the story of how she's going, how she'd gone about the investigations and everything. But it's also a really good story about her and who she was. And um, like Patton tells like this really sweet story about how they met. And it's just like, oh, it's so damn heartbreaking. And you just ugh, and they're just he's, off his back too about him remarrying so quickly. Yeah. Like, like she died right it's not like they got a divorce exactly she was never going to come back right it's not disrespectful and i'm sure she would have wanted him to find love again and not be alone exactly especially like so, you know their young child yeah exactly like let him do him and i'm sure and i think like he still even wears his wedding ring his wedding band from her from that marriage on like his Aww. other hand or something like that so yeah he married natty Gann. who is that he married Mar- meredith salinger 
from uh she was in the movie the journey of natty gan when she was in her oh. teens with uh john cusack oh. and she was in uh dream a little dream oh oh yeah sweet. and also um keep on the serial killer thing like i found out randomly that donnie Wahlberg hosts a tv show called very scary people <laughs> and it's just about you know it's serial killer scary <laughs> <laughs> it's like each episode is about a different serial killer but i was just like huh <laughs> like, and, and some of y'all know that i've got had this on again off again relationship with donnie like donnie and i are, are like in this tumultuous relationship right now um but um I'm still not over him marrying right jenny mccarthy so i feel like this is like his way of trying to woo me back um but i was seeing this television show at first i thought it was brand new but apparently this is season two that just started oh my i had never heard of it before and it was it's on some channel called hln no idea <laughs> hln oh headline news network thank you because I, I, I didn't even know what it stood for like if i had seen that just hln i would have assumed it was some sort of homemaking channel or something <laughs> so. no my dad used to watch hln a lot and i hated it because it would drive me insane because they it's like an hour's worth of news stories, but then they play it again oh. and then again and again. And it's like, I've heard the same, like I've watched the same gotcha. footage 20 times now. Why are you still watching this? Yeah. <clears throat> need watch it all day. Yikes. Uh, Meredith Salinger. We know her for <laughs> a closer reason. Mm. She was in, uh, she was Grace Newman in the season two Buffy episode. I only have eyes for you. She was the school teacher that, Christopher Gorman killed. Oh. Huh. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So we go, Patton. Right. So, yeah. So that's what those are the two TV shows that I'm mostly. And now we're also going to talk about our best new streaming movie. I have two because your streaming movie is also my streaming movie. Right. But I also had to give props real quick to the old guard. I've heard with Charlize Theron. Oh, so good. Yeah. So, and I'm serious. If we made an older grizzly Buffy, mm-hmm. like a remake, I want Charlize. <laughs> that like would be awesome. Like if we're talking like Buffy in her forties, yeah. I want Charlize. That'd be dope, <laughs> wouldn't it? But also just kind of like so cool. But also, but also just like a little bit, like kind of rude to because isn't isn't Sarah in her forties? <laughs> she is. <laughs> she is indeed in her forties, and she's also like a full foot shorter. I think. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Charlize is not a she's not a tiny woman. She's like no, I think she's, she's like five eleven or something. <laughs> if you guys look into some of the uh go to YouTube and look up some of the behind the scenes stuff for old guard, Charlize does not fuck around. She was serious about getting these fight scenes nice. correct. I love and her. she trained and worked her ass off. And I legit think she could kick somebody's ass oh, if I'm they sure. came up on her. I'm sure. I love her. And I'm, love her I'm so also kind of salty that uh I heard that they did not consider her for the prequel to Ma- Mad Max, which is supposed to be the story of Fur- Furiosa. Or yeah. is she too old? They want to do it. When Apparently, she- yeah. Which have you seen that woman? She looks right, amazing. Right, like you could have totally pulled it off. Like, what? Do you, how far right? back in the future? Like, are you going? Like, it doesn't. Let like- her. She was bald. She looked right. totally older because she was bald. Let her grow her hair out. Right. I saw and her on. Totally yeah, I saw her on fucking Today Show or something the other morning, and you know, without studio lighting, like it was, she was on Skype or whatever in her own house. Like she looked great. She looked amazing. Yeah, I was kind of mad about that. <laughs> mad about. It might have been. It might have been Fallon. 
because something fell down on her wall uh-huh. and she was just like well you guys are just gonna have to deal with that <laughs> it was like a picture like actually <laughs> fell while she was on the phone or on the skype call and oh i was just God. like why are you so pretty i know when she was on the even today, at home <laughs> when she was on the today show like she's started talking and then just like you hear this uproar in the background and she was just like oh my god i'm sorry it's like i i apologize like everything was quiet until right when i just connected to you and now my kids and my dogs are going (laughs) insane (laughs) that's the best thing about the pandemic is that everyone's just like whatever right (laughs) you hear a dog whatever people could be screaming in the back like Like, there was one today we had a giant call and I was like, oh, that exact looks so nice. Why does she have a bunch of garbage bags behind her? What? <laughs> you couldn't have pulled those off screen? Because now that's all I can see is these garbage bags. Shame on you. Shame <laughs> on you. kind of funny. <laughs> but but my- our other favorite new movie. Yeah, mine. Like, I haven't had a chance to watch too many new movies. Um, but Psych 2 and Lassie Come Home. Like that's, Lassie Come Home. Oh, I mean, it was very bittersweet. Just the whole, like, I'm glad Timothy Olmanson was in it but i was also very sad that timothy olmison was in it <laughs> it's i mean it's because they make lassie's storyline similar to his you know lassie had a stroke and you know as most of us know like timothy had one in real life a few years ago and he's been reco- he's recovering well yeah but it's like he's not the same not and the same at it's all it's definitely not but the they same. did really well on a whole it's not as good as the first movie mm-hmm storyline wise it feels right. very disjointed and scene to scene right but it has that classic just this is an episode feel to it right you know and there are i think my favorite part was the joke sean made about this is us oh god and a million little things yes <laughs> <laughs> abc has a newer and much better right. show. It's like, why are you still watching this is us and the little girl who plays his girlfriend and a million little things was the one who owned the cat Faye. Oh, is that who that? I'm not used to see. I've only seen like a couple episodes of a Million Little Things, and she had pink hair, I think. Yeah. Um, when I saw her, but it took me a long time. I was like, "How do I know this person?" Like, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't place her. But it was, it was just cracking me up, like how he was saying that she. She's like, "How old do you think I am?" He's like nine, and he just keeps making <laughs> yeah. these comments about where are your parents? Like, <laughs> and the whole scene with Mary, I like guffawed, and I think I spit liquid out of my mouth because it was so ridiculous so ridiculous have you ever seen the color blue (laughs) (laughs) so it's a very strange movie but it's i mean it's full of all gives me that love of all of the psych stuff that you want it to be a part Mm -hmm. of and there's all these great little easter eggs per usual you know like gus's nicknames and you know there's some fun jokes there like they kind of break the fourth wall a little bit and you know it's just great and then then you get to the end and i just like bawled into tears uh mm-hmm. with yeah so you know it but it was fun and it was great and i'm glad it happened and I'm glad i saw there it. are several things that need unpacking like it's not okay to just let gus sleep in your drawer overnight right <laughs> like that's just not it's, it's not like, no also, also, leave gus gus you think gus. you're better <laughs> than this sir like, <laughs> not to mention gus's relationship is weird with his girlfriend yeah she's weird <laughs> <laughs> she might be a stage five clinger that yeah. we should be concerned about but it's funny because like i mean i guess she technically is the female guy <laughs> like the little she is, she yeah. and i got in what <laughs> and i think it was 
I'm pretty sure it was this one, but maybe it was the other. Because I watched the first movie, too, and then I watched the second one. But there's this joke where, like, they're at a crime scene or something, and Gus pulls out a waffle. Like, Sean turns to talk to Gus, and Gus is eating a waffle. And, and Sean's like, where did you get waffles? And Gus is like, don't mind your business, Sean. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and Sean reaches for it, and he slaps him with a waffle. Like that. And stuff like that. <laughs> when he was eating the ice. Oh, God. Especially after he found out right. about the ice. <laughs> it got me. Yes. So, as always, psych was delightful. And, you know, mm-hmm. Gus and Sean delivered per usual. Go to Voodoo or Prime or Hulu, wherever you have to go. And watch Psych if you haven't. Yes, you seriously. will not regret it. Like beginning to end, man. Like it's it's amazing. Like I've probably rewatched that series like ten times already because it's just basically like this the nighttime show. Mm-hmm. And, and you know that feeling you get when a theme song that you haven't heard in a while comes mm-hmm. on, you're just like Yeah. Home. Like got, <laughs> and that's I, all I that theme for-clamped. song is. I got verklempt a little bit. It's like oh. <laughs> and then you start dancing around, you're like, I love this song. <laughs> Well, we have a site connection in tonight's episode. We do, which is funny, which mm-hmm. is just very uh, serendipitous. So really season six, episode 12, Double Meat Palace, original air date January 29th, 2002, written by Jane Espenson, directed by Nick Mark. Buffy starts a new job in the fast food industry, and of course, her quote day job follows her apparently marcella did not like the imdb summary so she made her own <laughs> i didn't i didn't like them at all it was way too i'm like she works at me that's all that's all you need to know <laughs> is amber in this no is she? i don't actually no she's not this is one of two episodes where she two in a row where she's not in an episode okay so our guest stars elizabeth ann allen as amy pat crawford brown as the wig lady you have seen her in things like Fred Everything. the Show. She was Andy's grandma on Parks and Rec, and she was Pierce's mom on Community. And she played Sister Agnes on Days of Our Lives. Oh, wow. She's had a rich career because this lady pops up a lot of places. A lot of places. Uh, Callie Roca as Halfrick. And she she was also in Full for Love. She played Cecily. They're right. probably the same character. Right. The same person. Well, they imply it later on. Like, much later. And, like, they just they basically just kind of, like, brush past it that's never that mm-hmm. kind of irks me me um, too and our site connection Kristen Nelson as Lorraine Ross who was he plays Karen Pitt. yay and Brent Hinckley as Manny he was in Silence of the Lands Ed Wood he also played a fast food restaurant manager in Falling Down he was in Universal Soldier he's been on Broadway this man has done it all yeah he's another one of those it's like hey it's that guy yeah <laughs> and I never knew his name or I, I could never really point out exactly where else i've seen him yeah so willow is giving xander and anya the rundown of what she saw at the trio's lair you know i really i love buffy's one of the few shows that i will sit through the previously on because sometimes they're just amazing and it reminds you oh yeah that happened right but why does xander have popcorn we're like they gonna watch a movie or did he just think that this was (laughs) gonna be that great yeah. This is yes, this is a I don't know. This is a strange random snack. Maybe they were going to watch a movie and I don't know. But so they're <laughs> doing all that and they're just uh and my burn for, of the week comes in very early. And it's pre- basically here because Anya and I'm also confused a, a little bit cuz Anya talks about how um 
she doesn't agree with the trio's whole super villain vibe. They want to do something. They want they don't want to put in the work. They want all this big reward, but they don't want to put in the work. And apparently as a vengeance demon, she put in the work and she was compensated for it appropriately. How was she compensated? How? Was there like, a paycheck? Right. <laughs> Did was DeHoffrin given her benefits like right. a 401k? And- yeah. Like, was there a whole W-9 situation that she had to fill out? Like, I don't understand. Like, what? I need to more. We need to talk more about that. <clears throat> and so she's going on about this. Xander makes this snide-ass comment. Like, uh, welcome to today's episode of Go Money Go. I hear it daily. Like, bitch. Okay. That's one. Two. And then Willow answers, yep, for the rest of your life. And then he gives, they give each other a look. Anya is right the fuck there. Right there. <laughs> and she's just like, okay. All right. Um... <laughs> And she's too busy talking about how America was shaped. She's she's stuck on this idea that they like she got compensated for. Why can't they do the same right. thing? Right. <laughs> and it, it just further points out that they're not meant to be together. No, he's so disrespectful, like to her mm-hmm. face, and then lets his friend disrespect her to her face. Yeah. She's right there. <laughs> Y'all are so they're rude. Just, not meant to be together. And I appreciate the fact that, like, later on, Halfrick does bring this up, basically. Mm-hmm. So, but it's ignored. I mean, it, the it, it kind of gets in there, but it's not enough. Right. So as they're going on and on about this, we find out that they're waiting on Buffy because he's going to be late for work. She's got a job. And poor baby. That uniform. <laughs> that uniform. Oh, Buffy. This is almost as funny as when she walks in the magic box and Giles is in his <laughs> wizard outfit. Yes. <laughs> Because she says something about being a tool. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I don't know which is more degrading <laughs> her outfit or his. It's uh hers, I think, because at least he enjoyed his. Right. Until he, she he chose made him his. Feel he chose his. Um mm-hmm. she's got like a full on like chicken through her, her hat. And it's just a very unflattering shade of orange, just all around. Mm-hmm. Just so much orange. And um, and then we have, you know, so her first day of work. She's got she's got to go through the whole training video that's full of that false hope of your newfound quote career. Yep. Like this is all oh, you're going to be the happiest person here. This is going to be amazing. Welcome to the family, the Double Meat Palace family. And you have that look on your face that she has where you're just like, this is going to suck. Right. Like and, and it's like. Why? Why with the falsities, Double Meat Palace? Like, you know, and, and, and any let's just keep it real. Any fast food industry like. You know, like nobody is 99.9% of the people who work in a fast food industry are not there because they love the fast food industry. Right. <laughs> they're, they're there for a paycheck. Right. A not very good one. Right. They don't want to do that much per se, or they're not qualified to do in some, anything else. And they just, they just need a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Buffy's case as well. But I, she's like, you know, Manny, the manager asks, why is she there? And she's like, well, you know, I need money like now. And I didn't want to go through like this lengthy interview process. <laughs> I mean, I'm really excited about being in the fucking fast food industry. Because Manny seems like one at that 1%. Right. <laughs> that actually is there for the long haul. He's, he's a lifer, he calls himself. And he's been there for 10 years. 10 long years. As his big ass button so proudly proud. proclaims. So proud of it. I don't understand why Buffy just didn't decide to just go ahead. And, I mean, you need money right away. Waiting tables would have been a better option. Right? Or working in a bar. Yeah. You're still Is strong. She age yet? Yeah, she has to be, right? I think so. Uh, maybe not. 
I don't know. I don't know, but still. Waiting tables. And I don't want to like profile people, but like when she's in the break room, the people that work at this, there's a kid that's, you know, only there making money for college. Right. There's a guy who looks like he's on work release. Exactly. (laughs) Not to be mean. But he but that's what he looks like. (laughs) And then you got Manny. And then you got Buffy. Oh, baby. And that's all that we see at first. We haven't even met that weird old lady. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that her soul has died. Yeah. Like, I don't know if she's a life considered a lifer or is she just like, this is late in life job changing situation. Like things, this is that poor old lady. 401k is not covering her prescription. <laughs> right. Exactly. Things have gone awry in her life. And that poor thing needs some. Everyone looks well. so sad. There's so let's break down. It's so disheartening. <laughs> it is so disheartening. But also, ew on this sandwich. Ew, ew, ew. It it's, is a hamburger with a piece of chicken on it. It's huge. Too. It's massive. And it's not even like a piece of chicken. It's like a thick piece of chicken deli meat. Yeah, it's like chicken loaf. Yeah. It actually looks like turkey. Yeah. And they assume that you're going to want your meal <laughs> your free meal immediately <laughs> and you must eat it in front of you <laughs> you can't sell the product if you haven't tried it yet so i mean how much selling do you need at a fast food joint though seriously right? we're not people either want it or they don't right and you know they all know what they're coming there for they've all seen the commercials they know right <laughs> <laughs> It's really creepy when it, it just it's disgusting. Uh, it's a lot. It's three buns, Ugh. a giant patty, a big piece of chicken, two pieces of lettuce and a tomato. She can't even fit that in her mouth, really. No. And the words processed chicken product don't make me feel good. <laughs> it's a meat process. OK, can we break that down? Like, is it a process of making the meat or is right. it a meat that's been processed i don't and i don't know why she didn't just say she was a vegetarian which (laughs) wouldn't have really worked anyway but right because she tells him that she had a big breakfast she doesn't want to try it right now and he just pushes it at her i'm offended i would have said no thank you i don't eat meat (laughs) and then what was he gonna say well (laughs) probably like well you can't work here (laughs) right was that a prerequisite i know maybe So this is actually a cow chicken that's on their hats. Yes. <laughs> it's a because remember head. in the video, right. the cow and the chicken got all swirly. Ugh. It's a cow's head with a chicken's tail. Mm-mm. Super cool. So Buffy is training on the front register in the front. And flirting. Ish. She yeah. A little flirting. Yeah. With this Gary kid mm-hmm. who's also, probably, I'm sure, saving up for college or working all in college and you know she's making these little jokes and whatnot and he's like you gotta stop it like you you can't (laughs) stop showing life in this place they'll snatch it right out of you (laughs) and here comes little old lady old lady she orders a small coffee yep small coffee and a cherry pie a dollar 92 that'd be like 750 right now right (laughs) For a McDonald's coffee and right. cherry pie. Right. It would be like seven fifty. <laughs> I don't remember stuff being that cheap in two thousand and two. 
No, I don't either. <laughs> and I'm I'm kind of mad at Gary here because like a coffee and cherry pie, that's what a trainee should do. He's right. like, hey, take this family. They're regulars. Then you know that they're about to order some crazy stuff then. Right. And I would like I would also like to point out that this father is a dick the way he orders. Nobody orders food like that. No. Like all fast and stuff. Like I want this and that and triple and that. Like you see do you see her pushing anything? Do you see her? Right. <laughs> And doesn't she have a button that says like trainee? And if she doesn't, she should. She does. It says trainee under her name on her name tag. <laughs> and his kids look like the flowers in the attic kids. They do. <laughs> like they're some seriously scary kids. I don't like it. I don't trust them. <laughs> and now Buffy has to eat another one of these. I don't know why she's eating it. I don't know either. Like, can't you just opt for fries? Like, why do you right. have to do it? <laughs> can't you just have a cherry pie? <laughs> and, a, and a coffee. All right. But no, she's got the whole meal. Ugh. Mm-mm. Well, I don't like it. So later in the day, the gang comes and visits because that's what she needs on the first day. Right. And Anya can't stop talking about the wedding plans, and Willow is lightweight tweaking over there. She really is. <laughs> is it the fluorescence? Is that what's making her all twitchy? Maybe? I don't know, but she's just like, she's playing with the straws and she's just kind of like, eh, eh. And Buffy tries to tell them that something's wrong there and her spidey sense is tingling and they're not trying to hear it and Xander gets a free fucking burger. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, this is your first day, Buffy. You can't just go giving away free food. Right? You can't give out free food on the first day. But I love that she fucks with him a little and she's like we cut way back on the cat <laughs> he's like uh, cat. Cat. <laughs> she was like i think uh, maybe or it's something else <laughs> i don't know and he keeps eating anyway and so <laughs> and this old lady you know that buffy's like i'm gonna go take a break and she like waves her hand in front of the old lady's face and she barely even moves you might want to call a doctor yeah, something's wrong with i think her. she had a stroke She's petrified, <laughs> standing up. Something's definitely wrong with her. And now comes our favorite part. That's the most favorite part of this entire thing. Mm-hmm. So, so I, when Buffy tries to ask Gladys or whomever if she should take a break, she's like, "This slow. There's nobody here." And Gladys is all, "You sure there is?" And she <laughs> points out, "And here's our boy. Here's our boy." looking all good he's looking great but also very confused and misplaced and like (laughs) studying that menu intently (laughs) and he's in it's so bright in there and he's not quite happy about the lights he's it's just cracks the look on his face cracks me up so much he's so confused (laughs) (laughs) i like the little uh we may have to add a segment about spikes innuendos yeah because in this be. episode, he makes one about her work. She chose a profession in the service industry. <laughs> so service him. Right. Oh and he's just, <laughs> she just wants him to leave. She's like, please just go. I think she's, you know, lightweight. She knows what she wants to do with him. One, two, she's lightweight, embarrassed of her whole ensemble, which sure. Because every time she, he shows up in here, she, she removes her hat and like smooths her hair. Mm-hmm. So she's very self-conscious about her appearance when he's around. Yeah. He makes some comments about, you know, twitching like the fluorescent lights, making demon skin all twitchy and whatnot. And 
suggest that maybe that's the type of demon she is. We revisit the whole, I don't know why you can you can hit me, but I'm not a demon, blah, blah, blah. And then Spike makes an offer. He's like, you know what? You're too good for this place. Why are you here? Just just leave right now. You're not happy. And um, if you need money, I'll, we, I can get money. I can get you money. Puppy. I would have been like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Works for me. I quit. Right. <laughs> it's not the worst. She's of- like, no, no, no. No. Just leave me alone. And he's like, this place will do stuff to you. It'll kill you. Dun, dun, dun. And we cut to Gary getting killed in the alley. <laughs> he deserves no more, no less. Right. He just gets killed exactly. in the alley. Uh, Very quickly. And it's, it, it's, unceremonial. it's, it's Un- alluded that he knows who this is. He's like, hey, what are you doing here? Yeah. So. Bye bye, Gary. Gary. R.I.P. Bye, Gary. Bye, dude. <laughs> <sighs> so then the next day. There's a new weird kid that she's talking to. Which I guess he was off yesterday. I guess. But poor Manny. Or no, no, Manny tells her that Gary didn't show up. You got to pull his card. And she's like, you know, he'll, he, he might and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, nope, he's gone. Whatever. It's done. So I need you to go to run the grill. It's like, um, you sure you don't want to check on him? Make sure, like, maybe his grandma died or something. I mean, like, make a phone call, Manny. Is it? Too much to ask. Right. <laughs> Call his house. You're like, nope, he's gone if you want anything out of his locker. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. <laughs> so Buffy is training on the grill with the ex-con. And it's gross. So he starts talking about some wax buildup. Gross. If I didn't not if I already was anti beef, like this would have been the moment right here that would be like, I just can't with any of it. Because he's so crazy. He's so gross and crazy. It's so gross. And he just <laughs> he makes all these comments about how working the grill gets grease everywhere in your nostrils and then he makes he talks about how he got so much grease plugged up in his ear once that he couldn't hear and now he's got a kit to clean his ears oh Buffy is slowly dying inside <laughs> and, during this conversation and I'm, I'm, I kind of am too <laughs> because more than anything I just want it to be over mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like you know Manny comes over and he's like uh, Buffy and she's like oh Manny needs me I don't have to talk to this creepy guy anymore <laughs> yes Manny and he's like I need you to work another eight hours that's some bullshit <laughs> another eight hours on top of this eight hours <laughs> poor Buffy <laughs> right then and there I'd have been like no no I'm done I can't do that I'm not cut out for this <laughs> I'm not cut out for this why Spike, you said something about getting money right <laughs> Anya you don't need help <laughs> I know that day was terrible but it cannot be worse than no this. it cannot be but then we go over to Xander's house and Halfrek shows up and scares the living crap out of Xander <laughs> yeah. And I can see why. I mean, a vengeance demon's like, actual face is kind of scary. It's yeah, it looks like a skinned, like somebody's skin has been taken off their face, right? But and turns- she's come to visit. Well, actually, she thought she was there to do vengeance, <laughs> but Anya has just invited her to the wedding, and they're all very like old girls catching up. Oh my god, you're getting married! Squee! <laughs> and uh, Xander excuses himself. Mm-hmm. He decides it's a perfect time to leave Wait, again why are you being an asshole he's being really rude like you find out okay sure she scared you initially when she showed up she's a vengeance demon sure but you're 
fiance. Clearly, she's her friend and she's going to be invited to your wedding. Right. Was there even like nothing like no nice to meet you. No shaking of a hand. Like, nothing. Just, oh, what a dick. Can I See, offer and you a cold beverage? And as he walked out like. Huh. Yeah. And then Halfrick gets real judgy right away. Which, <laughs> you know what? Tell her. Halfrick. That's what that's right? what friends Except are for. This, she's like, you're marrying the man with the large upper arms. His arms aren't that big. No, they're not. He just has on like on. two or three shirts right now. <laughs> <laughs> Got that nineties way too many clothes happening. Right. The layers of you know, I don't know why. It'd be like a thermal top under a t shirt, <laughs> under a button down flannel, under a hoodie. Like why? Why so many clothes? Right. <laughs> So back at the Double Meat Palace, Buffy's now on fries, and that creepy kid is telling her why sometimes the fry oil just bubbles up by itself. And it's because maybe a bug fell in there. Gross. Gross. I now understand why McDonald's and other fast food places were kind of upset about this episode. (laughs) (laughs) But more on that later. Right. Now, Buffy's outside being very un-Buffy. She's taking a break. Taking a break and breaking Spike off a piece. Yep. In the alley. In the alley. Buffy. Buffy Just, and Summers, ma'am. And unless he's got the most interestingly shaped penis I've ever heard of or this seen. Is, this doesn't work. This, the <laughs> dynamics of what they're doing in the alley. That is not no. how any of this works. No, I'm assuming like oh maybe they're just dry humping. Right? <laughs> and she doesn't even look like she's enjoying it. No. She doesn't. Oh God! And then back at the Summers' house, we get our first glimpse in a few weeks of Amy. Yeah, Amy came back because she wants her cage. I don't know. She nostalgia, or uh, she just misses it. I don't know. It's just a weird thing to want. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet she's trying. She's talking to Willow and trying asking her like, "How's this whole no magic thing going?" Willow is still just like ah, kind of gritting her teeth, freaking out a little bit. Just, but I'm dealing. She's working through it. She's working through her problems. And Amy doesn't agree with it, and she's trying to like basically talk her, talk her back into doing the magics. So what we've got is this common theme happening right now with Amy and Spike and Halfrick of our friends are being visited by their demons of the past, basically. Yep. We're trying to get them to change, to go on a different path. Like the two out of the three are, are kind of detrimental to mm-hmm. them. I mean, Halfrick, she's spilling truth and knowledge. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but and Amy's are, just like, uh, you're highlighting the entire book. Right. You sure your focus is back? And she doses her. She doses Willow with some magics that Willow did not ask for. Nope. Claiming it's a birthday present. Bitch. And Willow's like, hey, it's not my birthday. (laughs) Yeah. And then she tries to give her some like weird like loopholes. Like, oh, this isn't your magic. This is my magic. So it's totally illegal. No, they said no magic. They didn't say, Mm -hmm. Willow, you're not allowed to use your magic. (laughs) It's not. And it's terrible magic, too. It's like making things disintegrate like what is the point of this this is like king, so i can hurt people king midas like what right? like why am i why do i want this <laughs> bad situation and amy you are not her friend no amy's a terrible person mm-hmm. and i feel bad for her. she's all black eyed willow and she's scared to know what to do she I destroyed know. a vase she destroyed a lamp but even worse than that, Buffy finds a finger. In the meat. 
or underneath the grinder or near the grinder or whatever. It's too close to the food. She finds a finger. <laughs> and why is she just watching it like overflow? Yeah. It's real nasty. Like you should have moved that container a long time ago. There's just meat spilling out onto the, like stop the grinder. <laughs> so she finds- and not to mention, there's no way a finger would come through solid. No. So, so that finger got there somehow. Yeah. She finds it and then she takes it to Manny and it's very accusatory. And he is very shady about like why she's like, well, is this finger? Is this Gary's? And what's going yeah. on? And it's not. He's like, uh, I don't know. This and that. And uh, uh, huh? Which, there was an accident about six weeks ago. Maybe it happened then. And Buffy thinks she's a forensic scientist all of a sudden by saying, this is not six weeks old. This is now. This is fresh. <laughs> okay, Buffy. So she's Could saying, you please put that finger down? Right. You're touching it. Been touching it way too long. And so she says that she makes the assumption that Gary is in the meat. Gary's the meat. And she has a very soylent green moment. Goes off into the restaurant in the dining room and starts snatching everybody's food. Talking about it's people. It's people. It's not beef. Don't eat the food. And little old lady. Such a scene. I know. (laughs) But can we talk about who's in the restaurant? Because those people are regulars. The flowers in the attic people are either still there from the morning. (laughs) But this is a whole other day. Why are you there again? Right. And wig lady's there. It's like, y'all don't ever cook, huh? (laughs) She wants to know if it's in the cherry pot. Which, I mean, valid question, because that's her her order. That's her regular order. She's like, I just want (laughs) to, just want to clarify. So then Buffy goes out of, she takes it too far and she starts beating everybody up. (laughs) And gets fired, which, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) That's, that's, I guess that's how that goes. Why are both Halfrick and Anya both wearing almost identical clothing? I want to know why they're sitting in the dark. That too. (laughs) That's probably how Xander keeps his pills down. (laughs) He strikes me as the guy that's like, why are all the lights on in the house? Because it's midnight and I can't see. I can't see. (laughs) Maybe I don't like to walk into a dark room. Right. Thank you. I I leave a light on in the living room every night. Same. <laughs> I don't want to come downstairs and be like, I can't see. Me. Right, exactly. It's all about survival, man. Right. So anyway, uh, yeah, Halfrick and Anya are chatting, having some teas and whatnot, and Halfrick's asking Anya the hard questions. Why do you? Why are you marrying Xander? And Anya's like, you know, this, that, and the other. He loves me, even though I'm. I'm not easy to love. Oh, let's unpack that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what Hal Fresh is like, who told you you were easy to love? <laughs> Everyone I've ever met, ever. <laughs> and then Anya's like, you know, well, sometimes I'll say something and Xander will point out that I'm wrong for saying it. And it's not how, and I'm wrong for this and I shouldn't do that. And I don't do this right. And I don't do that right. And Alfred's like, okay, if you say so. I love, I love her. <laughs> right. <laughs> She just gets several. <laughs> okay. And basically, so instead, like Anya does come to some realizations mm-hmm. on her own. She's feeling some some certain way about it. Rightfully so. And she's starting to just like, you know, see a little bit more or, or pay attention to like all of the times that Xander just makes, just feels like he absolutely has to correct her on everything. Mm-hmm. And puts her down and belittles her and makes fun of her with his friends in front of her. Every chance he gets. Every chance. Every chance. Like, he says more mean stuff to her than nice. So, well, yeah. So Buffy claims that she called an emergency meeting and 
Xander pretend like he says that Anya is entertaining her friend, but he left before Buffy called this emergency meeting. Like, right. So I don't know. Dawn can't find Willow. She said she knocked on her door. She never answered. So it's just Xander and uh, Dawn and Buffy. Buffy has brought the finger and has brought the burger with her. Now, mind you, they're, this is like three levels of wrong of what Xander does. <laughs> First, Buffy brings the burger and just sets it on the table. She does not clarify why it's there or who it's for. It could have been hers. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. So the time, it sure wasn't yours, right? So from the time that it takes Buffy and Dawn to walk away from the table, for Dawn to comment on Buffy smelling gross, Buffy being disgusted by herself, Buffy pulling out a finger, and then we turn around, Xander's eating the entire fucking burger mm-hmm. that was not said. Hey, this is for you, <laughs> right? Not to mention the fact that she at that point says something about it being made of people and he's right. about to throw up. Right. And he he still had stuff unchewed in his mouth and he swallowed it mm-hmm. after she said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Willow has come in and she's trying to hide the fact that, you know, she's got this magic coursing through her veins. She picks up a pencil and it goes all rubbery. <laughs> Keep it cool. Be cool, Willow. Be yeah, cool. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> and can we just talk about how cute Buffy's hair actually it like it, it really is. does suit her. It does. It, it looks really cute. And her makeup She's is got really great too. Outfit and the red lipstick, I like it. Yeah, this is a good look for you, Buffster. Mm-hmm. And Xander, she I don't goes, know. I don't know why he didn't just immediately go to the bathroom and throw that up. I don't know. He instead he just sits there and keeps like heave dry heaving. Yeah. It's like stop being a dick. You're always a dick. That's that's our just one wish, Xander. <laughs> stop being a dick. <laughs> So Buffy has come up with the with the hypothesis that, you know, this is the big cover. Like, this is the perfect cover. It's a fast food joint. They have a high turnover rate. So they just serve people as meat. It's cheap. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's always there. And this is probably all over the country because there's double meat palaces all over the place. And Dawn's like, yeah, I've eaten there several times. So everybody's like, ah, they're in an uproar. <laughs> and finally, uh, you know, Willow agrees to go ahead and uh, try to take the very little bit of pieces that Xander has left and, <laughs> and to try to like use science to break it down and find out what it is. If it's people, Buffy goes it's back to the restaurant to investigate. Yeah. Which, uh, okay. I guess you have keys now. <laughs> Or did you just break in? I guess you just broke in. We're doing, we're always doing burglary, breaking and entering. (laughs) (laughs) Always doing breaking and entering is very popular in Sunnydale. People don't even lock their doors anymore because what's the point? (laughs) Right. Like just, just the doors unlocked. Just don't break the windows, please. They're very expensive. And she finds a foot. (laughs) Manny's foot. (laughs) We assume because of the saddle shoes. Yep. RIP Manny. So sorry. Bye, dude. And he's gone. And then we go, we're, so we're ping-ponging back and forth between Double Meat Palace and the Magic Box. And we get more with Xander and Dawn. <laughs> and then Willow is trying to figure out what's going on. And she's, sh- poor baby, is shaking, <laughs> trying to pour these potions into, like, these beakers. And she just can't do it. But she has finally figured out that there are proteins in the meat and then it's just proteins it's just it's not people nope soil and green it's is just not vegetables. people just vegetables that's the big secret it's a vegan it's it's a vegetarian burger it's a veggie burger <laughs> right it's just a veggie burger and then here comes dick xander again because anya has run in she's like i'm here i'm here i'm here 
And he's just like, so your friend, she gone? Right. Um, what? And then he starts to ask, ask some really ignorant questions about her demonic appearance. Like, is that what you really look like ignorant. when you were like, dude, like, why? Why are we going? You know, her face with the veins and is that how she. Yes. Yes, it is. It's like. She's still pretty, Xander. Like, why do you. Shut up. (laughs) And you can see Anya start, you know, and she she even says, you know, and you criticize. And she's like, all this stuff is coming out at the wrong time. Yeah. Like, because we do actually have like shit going on that we need to do. Like, (laughs) let's unpack all that at home, not in front of the child. (laughs) I don't get why everybody can just get into <laughs> the double meat palace. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and assume that the old lady had found keys <laughs> at some point. <laughs> like after her first victim or whatever, she took their keys. She took their keys. <laughs> <laughs> no way. And Buffy, stop. Like you have way, you're way too comfortable just holding on to parts of people. She held on to that finger for a good solid five minutes. <laughs> She's just walking around with this foot. But no, she's walking around. And then she finds a wig. And that's when she realizes that it's Wig Lady. Wig Lady. And Wig Lady is not happy about being called Wig Lady. <laughs> she's like, oh, dear. Is that what the kids call me? <laughs> <laughs> it's better than what the hell is that dick coming out of your head? You want us to call you that? Right. Oh. Because now this really gross-looking Beetlejuice resembling thing comes out of her head. Yeah, and her eyes are gone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's also it's a very it's a very awkward prosthetic thing that's happening here or or effects and a. Who had this idea? I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. But apparently, there's her little her. gross the thing coming out of her head spits some sort of venom <laughs> that paralyzes and buffy has been paralyzed so now she's <laughs> crawling dragging her body across the floor and willow's the only person that can't seem to get in <laughs> right away right she like, she's what? speaking into the drive-through speaker <laughs> oh god Buffy, I know everything. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm not getting eaten by this dick monster. I don't want to get eaten by the dick worm. <sighs> but Buffy, because she's a slayer, you know, the paralysis doesn't last as long as it probably did on Manny or Gary. Right. And she's, you know, she's able to kind of like crawl and pull herself with her arms, but her legs are dead. I am confused by the fact that Willow is able to speak through this thing and Buffy can hear her. Like, so is the speaker just on all the time? Because I thought, I don't, shouldn't it I have don't to think be? So. Shouldn't there have to be something, someone on the other side to be like, Listen. yes, with a headset. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember just being inside of a Wendy's and just hearing everything right, right. That's being ordered through the drive thru. It's just like, yeah. And Willow also takes this opportunity to, that she can't see her face to face to uh, confess that Amy dosed her. Yeah. And she's feeling so guilty about it. Yeah. But she hears something foul, fall. And that's Buffy being slowly nibbled to death by gross. the dick monster. So gross. Like, how long did it take her to eat Garrett? Because it's slowly like, just nibbling on her shoulder. This is taking forever. <laughs> and Buffy accidentally hits the button for the meat grinder. 
and things, and get, things get oh considerably more gross. Oh God. So gross. Cause Willow comes in and the thing tried to spit its venom in her, but Willow ducked and she gets a very sharp knife and she manages to cut the thing off of the lady's head and Buffy stabs it with a knife and then Willow throws it into the grinder and we get a classic Willow scream as it pops its head out of the grinder <laughs> and she shoves it back in and she's so excited. She's like, look, Buffy, look, look, look what I, I did. And then they look, but it's like grinding it That's up. so it's disgusting. Meat grinder. I just want to hurl. Oh. This place is going to have to be closed for like a month. Yeah. To disinfect everything all of the things just you know what burn it down burn it down burn salt down. the earth <laughs> start fresh so amy uh next day has the nerve to bring her punk ass over to ask for some detergent <laughs> your dad can't go buy you some detergent why are you here and willow is like no uh-uh. no ma'am get to step it exactly and so she's all, you know, oh, you didn't like your present? You sure you're going to tell me that you didn't have a great time? And Will's like, yeah, but that's not the point. The point is that you were supposed to be my friend, and I told you what I needed and what I did not need, and that wasn't it, and you did not respect it. I paraphrase. Yeah. But, yeah. And so she breaks her down as that, you know, you're not my friend. Don't come around here no more. <laughs> And she, she, well, she like, Amy's like, tell me you didn't have fun. Right. Go ahead. She, and Willow's like, shut up. And you can see there's a moment where Amy's like, huh, <laughs> she might kick my ass. Right. And Willow makes the point, you know, if we're friends, leave me alone. Right. If we're not friends, leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And Amy kind of like turns on her heels, like, huh, whatever, fine. And I think that's the last we see of Amy for a bit. I think so. Until season seven. Right, right. Yeah, I think you're right. When she comes back and does something even more fucked up. Amy, you bitch. (laughs) And so now it's time for Miss Lorraine Ross, aka Karen Vick. Chief Karen Vick. Buffy's come to work and she's she knows she's been fired and she wants to turn in her uniform and she you know she's like it's fine okay here you go but can i ask you one thing so the burgers vegetables <laughs> and lorraine's like oh shut the door <laughs> Ooh, oh ma'am no 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 we don't say the v word around here <laughs> <laughs> And so now Buffy has found that she has some very useful information. (laughs) And like a good person, all she wants to do with that information is just get her job back. That's all she wants. Right. Which, why though, Buffy? I mean, that was a a great little... Right? You could have got a quick payday and out. Money problems would have been solved immediately. Yep. (laughs) But no, she takes the high road and she she just wants her job back. You with your morals. (laughs) right (laughs) and she gets her job back and Lorraine tells her you know you can be a lifer too you know because she's been there for five years guys I don't want to I just want to be able to fucking lifer my bills (laughs) right now (laughs) like no disrespect but what makes you think this 20 year old girl right wants to spend the rest of her life she hasn't given up 
just yet. <laughs> no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that McDonald's managers can actually make a pretty decent salary. Yeah. But then you have to smell like that. All the time. Like, just from the waitress, the waitress jobs I've had, I've come home smelling like food. I couldn't imagine, like, what it's like right. to over a grease trap and grill and right. oil hot box or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> so the moral of our story reminds me right here, I'm going to say it early, is tip your waitresses. Yes, people. please. And because they you. get paid shit. You treat them like shit. Oh, my God. If you're going to treat them like shit, at least pay them well. Right. Exactly. It's like they're not there as your servants. Like, it's, right. it's a it's a service that is provided, which, you know, it has to happen, I guess, some kind of way. And I don't I don't I didn't make up the rules and I don't understand why you have to tip them and not fast food workers. But still, you know, <laughs> to like add to mm-hmm. to bring on the reservoir dogs level, the argument of tipping. <laughs> but um, Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. And I also don't know why, like, it's the system is built that way. Like, why right. they have to be tipped. Why they're making $2. And right, exactly. Like, why can't they? Why can't they? I'm supposed to make up their salary. Right. Like, why can't they make a real living wage and just do their job instead of, like, depending upon shitty customers? Right. To, like, do and the you, right thing. Like, y'all know. We've both been waitresses, so we have experienced this firsthand. I don't care how much you love your children. Your children are assholes <laughs> at restaurants. Control they just them. are. Right. It's not my I've job. I've never met even the most well-behaved child is an asshole mm-hmm. at a restaurant. Yep. So tip well. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're bringing your brood in there, man. Dude. Right? <laughs> like, ugh. So, yeah. But, uh, no song this week. Just our standard theme song by nerf herder i guess mm. my burn was uh it was a self burn <laughs> from manny and i just thought it was so cute he's like i'm manny the manager it's not a joke it's just my name <laughs> and he seems so like people have said that to him all right. the, like for years and he's just he had to make the joke before right. you make the joke he's just going with it okay manny <laughs> that's fine <laughs> bless your heart <laughs> And yours was Xander's little dig it on, yeah. Right. And we got bodies dropped. A lot. A little, little. Gary was eaten by the wig lady. Manny got eaten by the wig lady. And then the wig lady, which I guess is a lamprey, that was decapitated with a large knife and chopped up in the meat grinder by Willow. So gross. Oh, God. So gross. This does pass, does it pass the, the Bechdel test? It yeah. does pass the Bechdel test. We're getting better. Our random trivia or goof this week is really funny, actually. Mm. And if you go to our Facebook page, you'll see that I posted Sarah Michelle Gellar's Burger King commercial from when she was five years old. Oh, my goodness gracious. Cute little baby girl. She's so cute. (laughs) But back when she was five years old, she appeared in over 30 commercials for Burger King. Wow. But the very first one that she appeared in, McDonald's sued Burger King because she makes a statement about how much better Burger King's burgers are than McDonald's. She flat out says McDonald's. And it was the first time that one of the big fast food joints mentioned a competitor in the ad. So McDonald's got all butt hurt and sued Burger King and they named her in the suit as well. It's five-year-old. A five-year-old. Oh my God. 
And now because of some things she has said in the media over the past, there was this rumor that she was banned for life from eating there. (laughs) And that's not exactly what happened. What happened was she was a five-year-old girl who, when you're five years old, all of your friends have birthday parties at McDonald's. Right. She didn't want to go to McDonald's being the Burger King girl. Aww. (laughs) So she said that she couldn't eat there. (laughs) Like she would wear like big sunglasses or a hat because she didn't want to be the Burger King girl at McDonald's. And then when this show was released, Joss Whedon revealed that the portrayal of the industry caused some of their sponsors to threaten to pull their support. One of their sponsors being McDonald's. McDonald's are real. You guys are real salty. Like get get in your feelings real fast. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like I'm you, just surprised, like, that if she had been banned, it would have been really funny that right. they had to sponsor her show. Right. <laughs> after be, she talked shit on them when she was hilarious. five. <laughs> but, I mean, let's be honest. The Burger King burger is better than McDonald's. I mean, I like Burger it King's is. fries better. It's like in McDonald's. I can't even walk into a McDonald's without getting sick. I know. So let us know your thoughts on the Double Meat Palace. And um, you can do so by just visiting us on our Facebook or Twitter. Or you can send us an MP3 file of you talking about it less than two minutes to revisiting Sunnydale at gmail.com. Next week's episode is Dead Things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This episode's problematic. I don't recall what this one is about. I'm fairly certain it's the one with the Bush song. Oh, yeah. It's the one where Andrew and Jonathan and they do something real bad. That's right. Okay. Oh, but it's also the balcony scene. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, we have our ups, we have our downs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to unpack in that episode. Any hoozles, make sure you tune in next time for Dead Things and find out all of the our thoughts on the problems and the the beauteous things of Spike's seduction <laughs> working really overtime. Penis, apparently. Dude could like hook it anywhere, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> you can follow me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcel at MSphere7338. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, hit up our Instagram page. Yes. RVS underscore podcast.